Welcome to Humanize IT, where technology experts meet to discuss business strategy, industry trends, how we can make IT more personal with conversations, not presentations, and occasionally engage in a laugh or two. Yeah, what is that? What is that crap you're drinking there? It looks like a cappuccino. Uh, I did add, I, I added milk to my coffee this morning. What? Unusual. That's but, sacrilege for you, isn't it? Every I once in a while. you were a pure black guy. Yeah, every once in a while. Every once in a while, I'll, I'll mix it up a little bit. Just to... It's okay. I have a dirty secret about my coffee. Oh, no. My my daughter makes the coffee in the morning, the pot coffee. So I make a I make a red eye every morning. Okay. Shot of espresso, and then I backfill with pot coffee. Yeah, yeah. And it's always flavored. Oh, no. <laughs> So right now I've got a pumpkin spice. Oh no, or that's other. just wrong. That is wrong. <laughs> Absolutely you, wrong. You can't smell it, but just know like when I'm sitting over here drinking my purest coffee, it's actually some flavor that my daughter picked no. out or my wife picked out. So. <laughs> I, I, uh, I well, actually, I guess I couldn't give you, shouldn't give you too much grief. So, uh, you know, we've mentioned our, our espresso machines before and I, um, I've searched to find just the right beans to put in them. Uh, you know, so you get the nice, I don't know, it just the, the machine and the beans uh, have to be married up. And so uh, at my local grocery store down here, uh, you know, they have a variety of, um, you know, different beans, different roasts and a few flavorings. And I, I picked, I put off one for the longest time because it just seemed, I don't know what's the word for it. Um, I don't know, too trite or something. So they got all these flavors. The San Antonio, the Texas Texas grocery store. So we've got San Antonio blend. We've got Austin blend. Uh, we've got Hill Country blend, you know, all these different things. Well, there's one called Houston blend, and I'm in Houston. And I thought, oh, that's just silly. I'm not going to buy the Houston blend just because I'm living in Houston. So I tried that one last, and wow, it is absolutely the best coffee. Uh, oh, nice. The, the machine. And the weird part about it, it has supposedly hints of coconut in it and it just it sounds silly that i would put coconut in my coffee but hey it tastes good and coffee's important so i don't care so so for you for those of you who think we're off topic here this is drinks with it episode so we're talking about our coffees while talking about one of the most despised topics on the planet daylight savings and you should have seen skip's eyes light up when i said that's what our topic today was going to be because it's really boring, except for IT people, where it's like PTSD, like <laughs> all the bad like time for IT people is a whole different realm. Because, I mean, we remember the Y2K. I didn't oh, yeah. have to deal with it yeah. that much. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, when it comes to different times and how to calculate times, one of the first programs I ever had to learn to write was called Day of the Week. And it was calculating the day of the week based upon a given date. Okay. Yeah. And we all take this for granted because we just put our stuff in and it, it just works and Google or it works in the software. Well, somebody had to actually think through time. And for an IT person, time is really important and can be extremely tricky. So we have things like daylight savings, which throws us into a loop. One, it's completely unnecessary. I will go to <laughs> bat on with anybody on that. Daylight savings is unnecessary. But I go one step further in my craziness and say time zones are unnecessary. 
Yes, yes. We we've had this discussion before. Yes, um, we yes. have. And I and I and people yeah. look at me like I'm a crazy man. Yes, you but, are. But um that's just the way it works, is that with IT guys, we're so used to something called UTC and the background where we don't observe time zones. We don't observe daylight savings and screw the rest of you because we need our servers to calculate time. In fact, the way we calculate time is the number of seconds that have passed since a given date. Uh -huh. It used to be sometime in 1972. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that, that was the Unix, uh, Unix kernel start date. Uh, that, I don't know if it's 72 or it might've been a year or two earlier, but very, very early in the 70s, 70, 71, maybe 72. Uh, and yeah, they've been counting seconds ever since that moment, which is kind of odd, but hey, you know, when you're talking about a computer, it's really not you, that hard. Unix Epoch is January 1st, 1970 at 1970. 0000 UT. I'm looking this up on Wikipedia really quick. <laughs> and so it's a, it's a calculation. It's just weird. So when you rest of you guys are complaining about getting up early and the fact that, uh, you know, you lose an hour of sleep, gain an hour of sleep, IT people are like, okay, I got to go resync my calendars. Now I have to make sure that everything updated. And back about 20 years ago, it was a much more manual process. Oh, yeah. We actually Very had to go so. to individual computers and correct the time because we were the sysadmin and we couldn't push out a time update. So we had to walk to each one and update the time. Yep. And uh, that's just and, the and way they had the to be rebooted. Worked. Many times they had to be rebooted uh, if you wanted that time to be to, so to the software would, yes. so the software get it. And oh yeah. And then remember when they first started automatically updating the time, it didn't quite work. Oh, right. no, it, broke, <laughs> it broke way more than it fixed. So the next day after daylight savings, you just figured you're going to yeah, need a really that. strong pot of coffee and time. But today it's not that big of a deal. It's just more of the whining because we have done such a great job because it people have hated this problem so much. Now you Based upon your GPS location, your your clock shows the right time. Yep. Yep, Even the it. simplest clocks do that. We have atomic clocks. We have all these things. We have worked our butts off over the past 20 years to make sure that we didn't have to deal with daylight savings time and to deal with time zones because IT people hate it. And you don't know how many tickets we get to this day because a salesman traveled to Chicago. They're based out of Seattle. And they set up a meeting and it went to the wrong time zone. And yep. they want these certain preferences on how to get it to set right because they want it set in their Seattle time. Like you can see the nosebleed already start with the <laughs> IT guy. <laughs> well, you know, you, you said something earlier um, about, you know, all the automation that we put in. And, and for the most part, all that's left is the whining. Um, and I think that's a great opportunity for me to reveal um, a little secret here that I haven't shared with you. Oh, no. Um, I, I, and I know astrophysicist. Okay. So, you know, I, but really rudimentary, I kind of understand why and, you know, the whole tilt of the planet and seasons and all this kind of deal. I, 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 I don't mind daylight savings times. I don't think I, I kind of agree with it. Um, <gasps> it's, it's not that bad a thing. I will start the pizza <laughs> today. Let's see here. Note time of death 
nine seventeen. <laughs> which time zone? Which time zone? Give me an hour. <laughs> So, no, I mean, yes, it's not the end of the world. It, my problem is, from a technology standpoint, it's a pain. It really is a pain. And I, I'm surprised you guys down in Texas even observe time uh, <laughs> like that. Like, yeah. uh, I figured you guys have thrown it out the window a long time ago. So, uh, that, I guess I you mean, guys do, you guys do have nice. some, well, you guys do have some ag and you are an energy centric state. So I can see like gaining that 200 hours or whatever it is a year that you yeah, get. And some of that I, I really think is debatable. I, I just kind of, you know, see it as, as the seasons. I mean, it, it works the, the whole morning light time. Yeah. I kind of get that. Don't send kids to school in the dark, you know, uh, wow. in Houston, we got lots of commuter traffic, you know, so. I was uh, a student not, athlete. We had to get up in the dark. And yeah, you know, <laughs> so some of that's all debatable. And of course, you know, everyone makes, you know, the complaint the day of, you know, the switch. They're like, I thought this was supposed to, you know, make it, you know, better light here or there. And obviously, you know, the it takes, uh, let's see, I think it's about a year, you know, for this cycle to go around. Uh, so you kind of have to give it, you know, a week or two uh, before you really start getting that in there. But at the end of the day, I don't know, uh, growing up in West Texas. So, uh, geographically we were on, uh, the very Western, uh, part of the central time zone. And so, uh, a really cool side effect of that was during, uh, summer daylight savings times. Um, the, the sun wouldn't go down till after nine. Um, and yeah. now in some cases, you know, when it's really hot, that can be bad. But, you know, when you're when you're out, when you're a kid or you're just doing stuff out, you know, I remember as a young adult, you know, we played a lot of softball and just did stuff. I mean, we wouldn't turn the stadium lights on until like, you know, 915 or 920. Uh, and yep. it just it, it provided a lot more to the day. Well, that's I, what... I really enjoyed that. That's one thing you do. You and I do have in common because I grew up what twenty miles from the time zone change. Mm-hmm. Like I was, we were right next to the line, and so whenever we had football games or basketball games, we'd figure: out, is it Mountain Time or is it Central? Oh yeah. And we did have those late, late, late sunsets, um, where you know I remember going to bed at nine o'clock at night and be like, "It's still light outside." <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I remember a little kid complaining about that. And it wasn't my parents' fault. They're just trying to be good parents. But for me, it was like, I could be outside playing, man. I know, it's punishment, wasn't it? (laughs) The freakiest thing, I know we have some Northern Territories uh, clients. And uh, I don't know if we have any Alaskan clients to look again. But we, when I was up in Alaska, it was weird because I was outside playing with my sister when I was 10 years old. We drove to Alaska in a pop-up camper. (laughs) Story for another day. Um. But uh, we were up there playing and it was midnight and it was, you oh, know, yeah. could, have been, could have been six o'clock in the evening. Yeah. Yeah. That's and be, my, I wanna, we remember covering all of our windows and we would, we would go to sleep that way. And then we would take all the window drapes down, all the blankets down off the windows and we were good the next day. But man, um, daylight savings really, I, I, I would love to see it just go away. Uh, but unfortunately, it here's the trick is... If it goes away, we have to readjust all the computers again to <laughs> yes. not observe not do it. 
daylight savings. And so I'm back in the bubble I was in like 20 years ago. Luckily, I'm not in engineering anymore. I am out of that. I am in the the paper pushing, meeting, happy guy. And so that's somebody else's problem. We call that an SCP. It might as well be invisible to me. (laughs) But um, I'm kind of wondering if there's not some cabal out there of IT guys going, we are not getting rid of daylight savings. We just fix this crap and I'm not reprogramming it. Well, I, I noticed a number the other day, uh, you know, as we come up on daylight savings change, um, and it was like 62 or 72%. I know some, you know, kind of majority, two-thirds, three-fourths of company, or countries around the world do observe daylight savings times and um, of some form or fashion. And, and, and kind of the challenging part is we're not all on the same schedule. So, you know, we're really about to screw things up and, and it does, it is a pain. I, I will give you that. So, you know, next week for me is going to be a real challenge because we are making the change. And so now I've got to deal with time zones, which is a, a yeah. normal thing, but we because have, not everybody changes, not everybody changes. Uh, but you know, we've got a lot of international customers and we've got international customers across the international dateline. And so um, next week and in different hemispheres and different hemispheres. Yes. And so uh, next week is just going to be the next three or four, five weeks, probably until everybody kind of gets readjusted, not necessarily synced, but, you know, readjusted. uh, The the next weeks are going to be a mess. So is, is it a pain? Yes. But we should we should have a drinks with IT with uh, Richard Bauer during um, the epoch or the uh, uh, the solstice. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So it'll be like summer solstice there and it'll be winter solstice here. That'd be cool. (laughs) That'd be cool. Oh, man. So we'll we'll, we'll time that out. I'll put that down as an idea. But uh, Richard, if you're if you're listening to this, uh, reach out and remind us when uh, your summer solstice is, so we can have a uh, just just the, it's a small world, people. It's a it small is. world. It is. We t- we tend to think of where we are, but we like Skip and I like t- next week. Our big issue is, and a lot of you don't have to deal with this problem. Is yeah, like some people switch times, some people are in a different literal part of the world. And observe different rules. And so our calendars, we usually miss one meeting because of this. I know for our community, we have a community meeting every week. And there's going to be several who have to update their calendars. Because we adjust, not everybody else does. But And there's no way for me to fix it. There is no way to fix it. Because if I adjust the time of the global meeting, then half the people or three quarters of the people will have to adjust their calendar. So we just... We adapt. So we'll probably just put a reminder out next week, just telling everybody, hey, remember, it was daylight savings in the U.S. because we're yep. an agricultural society. And <laughs> uh, yeah, please, please make sure you come at the appropriate time. So maybe you can cover that in your skips corner. There we go. But that, that's that's daylight savings. And I know it sounds like a boring topic, but there's just so much there that uh, needs to be covered. And I just... People take it for granted. Like you think like you think it's just the, your little problem with setting your clock back and having to get up early and be tired. Imagine having to set it for thousands of, of, of items. Yeah. 
Now, I do think one group has it worse than us, and that is parents of young babies, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. where there is no there is no daylight savings. Circadian rhythms are what they are, and yep. that child is going to wake up. So you're going to wake up at 4 a.m. with them, whether you like it or not. Yep. <laughs> now it's 3 a.m. Well, this is an interesting deal, and you know, um, if you think about it, this is this is a technical challenge, but this is this is perhaps one of society's oldest technical challenge it is dealing with time change. Right? Not necessarily daylight savings times, but you know, because noon in in Lincoln, Nebraska, you know, when the sun is straight above you, is not the same, you know, time. Uh, as noon is in San Francisco, California, uh, just because it's on a different part of the planet. And so we've been dealing with how to manage this, uh, this time as, you know, as the globe spins and it's gone back to, you know, when, when our society first really started connecting and, you know, telegraphs, uh, you know, if a telegraph was sent, you know, in Lincoln, Nebraska at noon, you know, what time was it received in, um, you know, I don't know, Chicago. Well, that's a little too close for you, but, uh, you know, London. someplace in, in London or New York, you know, uh, what, what, what time was it actually received uh, in those? And just even the smallest differences, the trains ran into this issue and they're, they were one of the big proponents of standardized time because they were trying to get the trains to run on time. So, uh, you know, th these are interesting challenges. And I know part of the technical side of me just goes, eh, it's a problem. We'll fix it, you know, and maybe I should look at, you know, removing the problem altogether. But I don't know, part the engineer major says, ah, whatever, I'll fix it. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I just wish, uh, it Ben Franklin and this weird guy named William Willett, in 1907, we just kept their mouths quiet. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then I as an IT person would have had a, I wouldn't even known the problem. It, it would just been something else that did not exist. But, you know, dealing with time, getting people synced up, like time in general is a complicated uh, topic. And especially if you get into physics, like time is relative, not really. Um, the speed of light is relative and can be changed, but time is just something we use to keep track of how to make things happen at the same time, how to coordinate things. And so we have to just make sure that we're syncing up and that we all agree when to do something, when to meet, when to be somewhere. And if we could stop moving the time and if we just <laughs> all go to UTC and everybody agrees, no more time zones, no more daylight savings. We'd all be in a better place together because we'd all be in sync as one big machine. No individuality, one of us. Good so, luck with that. <laughs> all right. Well, I, I appreciate you uh, slogging through this topic with me. I think it's an interesting topic because I have written a number of programs and had to deal with times and programming side. And I just remember the chaos of the 90s uh, and the early 2000s of having to manually update all the computers and all the assets. And then you have that one that you miss and you realize that it's been long enough. You'll just wait for time to change back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've done that a few times. Maybe you are one of those people. <laughs> Feel free to reach out and say, yeah, I'm that person. I just refuse to change my clock. 
I just recalculate for six months. All right. If that, I will let you go, Skip, and we'll see everybody next week. See ya. Thank you for joining us today. If you like our podcast, please subscribe, comment, and check out our Facebook page. Also encourage others who want to see IT Transform to subscribe as well. We could always use your help. 